everybody, welcome back to the View from the Top podcast. This is Inigo Hill for Friday, the 25th of March. Woke up this morning to uh, Mr. Biden. And again, I didn't, I don't pay attention to what he has to say, but this is pretty shocking. Um, so he was rambling in some kind of speech yesterday. I guess this was yesterday. Is this, I mean, this is him in Brussels? Oh, this is him in Brussels. Okay. Yeah, he, they're in Brussels uh, scheming up um, new ways to fuck with Russia. So while he was there, uh, he was asked about um, energy and food shortages and how they're going to affect, you know, the Russians. And um, his response was kind of interesting. He's quoted as saying, it's going to be real. The price of the sanctions is not just imposed upon Russia. It's imposed upon an awful lot of countries as well, including European countries and our countries, our country as well. To as wells, but um, more importantly, yeah, he's admitting it. Again, they keep saying the quiet part out loud. Um, so he's admitting that the sanctions that the United States is putting on Russia will not just affect the Russian government and the Russian people; it'll also affect the European governments and the European people and the American people. Literally treason, which is his job to uh, protect the Americans and, you know, I mean, every president of my lifetime has done something treasonous against its own people, but starving his own people uh, for political, uh, geopolitical gain that has nothing to do with the common American. Yeah. That's I, I would, I would, you know, we would, I would do some tar and feathering in that, in that regard. Um, so yeah, that we have that. And then, you know, that's getting the buzz on the internets and on the Twitters and uh, we'll see where this goes. But, you know, the way they'll do they'll, they'll, they change, they, they look at this, the liberals will look at this and go, well, it's not him, it's Russia. And the, but the conservatives will fuck it up and go, well, I mean, it's, he's, it's because he's a dumbass. It's not because America has this foreign policy. And then he'll also say, um, they'll also come after him for his, uh, now, I guess support for China, um, you know, hey, well, if you're going to sanction Russia, why don't you sanction China? Why are you giving China our military movements? Why are you saying that Russia and China are working together if you're really working with China? Because on in real life, guys, the American government and the American corporation and the American co- country cannot operate or live. You can't live without China or Russia, guys. The Europeans are admitting that. Um, now we're still scheming with them. I saw another article today about how we're, we're trying to scheme a way uh, to make Europe less, especially Germany, uh, less efficient, uh, less uh, reliant on Russian natural gas by the halfway through the year. It's what J- Jamie Dimon over at uh, J.P. Morgan is called like his energy Marshall Plan. You know, just make billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars off holding oil stocks. Um, you know, with his buddies. But um, you are sending natural gas to Russia, I mean, to Germany. Of course, you're liquefying it, putting it on boats, shipping it across the Atlantic Ocean, then making it gas again, then heating people's houses. Or they can just get that gas directly from Russia in a pipeline. So the only way you're for all this stuff is if you live in a fantasy world where there's good guys and bad guys um, in governments. And the country that you're born in, you know, you're on that team and that team is good. 
So let's go on. Um, we're talking about sanctions, but we'll step away from sanctions because I, I, I'll, I'll come back to it at the end. You know, because people like to argue about sanctions. Oh, sanctions aren't an act of war. It's just sanctions. We're just going to sanction the billionaires. Just going to sanction the Iranians. Just going to sanction this. It's just sanctions, guys. All it means is that it's harder for the rich people to get rich, which it's not. Sanctions are an act of war on a country. You're focusing it on the population in an attempt to overthrow the government. Most, I mean, in America's plans for sanctions, that's what they admittedly are trying to do. Put sanctions on a country so hard that um, the people somehow, in the, while they're starving to death, um, will overthrow their government. And you can install a favorable government. And those people will be so happy that you did that. Um, they won't have any problem with the reality that you actually – yeah, we see where I'm going with this. You you got, you got, were the country that actually sanctioned them. Um, I, I don't know why people believe that that's a real thing um, and that these people in Iraq or Iran or Russia – or Afghanistan, or any of the country, or China, or any of these countries that we sanction, don't know that we're doing the sanctioning, and don't know what we're doing to that country. Venezuela, Somalia, um, yeah, the sanctions are a huge, huge problem. And here we have Mrs. Sanction herself, Madeleine Albright, who's now being celebrated, you know, in her death, you know, for being a strong, independent woman and the first you know, diplomat that was a female and she was an immigrant from the Czech Republic or blah, 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 blah. Okay. Well, she also said that the sanctions in Iraq throughout the 90s that killed half a million children under the age of five was worth it. So they could, what? Bring down the Saddam regime. It took him 10 years, supposedly, to make him so poor that way they can invade him in 2003. But what did it do? Did it make the people of I of Iraq sell up happy to see us when we showed up? Portions. Yeah, the portions that we were promising political aspirations to or in the turn in the uh um example of the Kurds, protection from Assad, I mean uh, from Saddam's attacks. Something that we promised them before in the 90s under George Bush and reneged on. But that's just a long-winded example. This is what sanctions are, guys. So while we're sanctioning ourselves and creating food store shortages in our own country and around the world with shipping issues and you still have the COVID problems and supply chain, all of this so we can piss off the Russians and get them because Bill Crystal and his neocon buddies and uh, uh, Jake Sullivan and Anthony Blinken and Hillary Clinton and her you know, neoliberal uh, conglomerate buddies – um, need to break the bank of any country that doesn't sign on to their financial scheme. Um, this guy, not them, we'll get back to them. This asshole, and I'm sorry, he's not a hero, he's a douchebag, is out there saying this kind of nonsense. Okay, so here's what he wants. This is after the United States is saying that they're now going to send, anti, not just anti-tank or anti-drone, anti-ship missiles to Ukraine. A billion dollars in new mil military aid going to Ukraine. 
Well, that's been that's since the 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 invasion began. Now we're going to send anti-ship missiles. Okay, that's good. Let's send them to this asshole. Wow. All right. So what is he asking for? What is he now asking for? Now that we're sending him anti-ship missiles, we're going to send them um, Soviet air defense systems. Somehow we have that. Um, javelins, anti-tank. We're sending all this shit, okay? Now he wants 1% of all of NATO's tanks and warplanes. This is how he says it. You can give us 1% of all your planes, 1% of all your tanks, 1%. We cannot buy it. These supplies depend on NATO's political decisions. Fuck off. How about that? Um, we've already, again, javelins, stingers. Like, what, like, okay, all to blow up Russians in a war you can't win. Um, in an insurgency that'll only embody the worst elements of your country and the worst elements in Ira in Russia. And all Putin has to do is become more and more nationalistic to defend his own people. You really think the people of Russia are the people of New York? And they're this cosmopolitan, wimpy, estrogen-filled, soy-filled, ironic, glasses, Chris Hayes-watching, douchebag population that is going to be like... No, Vladimir Putin, stop! No, they're not going to do that. They're, that's not what's going to happen. And only cosmopolitan, liberal Americans that watch and read the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times and watch Face the Nation um, believe that. So let's end it with, you know, what the sanctions are really doing. So... Six months ago, the U.S. sanctioned the Kabul regime in Afghanistan after the Taliban threw us out. Since that time, well, let's go through what the sanctions are, because people like to say sanctions. Well, let's see what the sanctions are. All right. The sanctions were sanctioning the new regime in terms of um, what they can buy and what they can export and who can import and export to Afghanistan. Seizing the official bank accounts of the government, which is an illegal act, and and withdrawing all humanitarian aid that we were giving to Afghanistan when they had a government that we liked. Well, since that time, 13,000 newborns have died in the country so far since we've done that. That's what sanctions do. Yemen, blockades and sanctions for eight years. Worst humanitarian crisis on earth. This is what sanctions do. All right, so if you're some liberal um, or Ben Shapiro conservative living anywhere near a metropolitan area in America or Europe, and you're smugly laughing at all the people that are calling out Putin um, or calling out Biden, and you know you 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 live in this world of of Trump is still evil, bad man, and your sanctions are. And you love the UN, and you wanted to be in model in the UN when you were a little kid, and you have your four-year degree. You're a monster, and the people you support are monsters. How about that? So, all right, guys, I'm going to leave you with that little nugget. Um, enjoy your weekend. Spring is here. Uh, don't let these monsters 
um, get get to you. Always push back. Never vote for them. Um, you know, do not comply. Um, also, you know, figure out a way to support yourself outside of. And this is not just buy Bitcoin. I know, you know, I'm on a crypto platform, but I know people just say, just buy crypto. How about learn some skills? You know, it's March here um, where I I live, and I've already I've already have half my garden um, in the ground, and I have a schedule for the next six months to grow food, um, along with connecting with local farmers and um, you know splitting um, meat with neighbors. Um, you know, let it be deer or purchasing um, a cow for slaughter. And we have chickens and, you know, there's that thing too. I don't have any chickens yet, but we're getting there. Um, but, like, you have to do this, guys. Um, you know, oh, the oil shortages. You're going to scream and yell like libertarians do online, you know, with the, but they all travel on these planes and they like to go to New York and hang out and see the culture. Well, you know, you might not be able to do that. So there has to be a cultural shift, I think, if you're going to resist this system. Um, you're going to have to not go on as many vacations. Now, you're going to be mad about that. What are you going to do? Protest and vote and get these guys out of here? No. You starve the beast. Starve it. We just spent two, two years of COVID. And I know everybody wants to go out and you know, do what I'm doing. I have a second job. You know? Well, not me. We have a second job. Um, I mean, this is partly my second job. But you can go get a job. Um, there's, you know, go get a wait waitressing job. Go work at a brewery and make uh, a couple hundred dollars um, on a weekend just pouring beers. Like, get out in the world, but get out in the world and make the money. Get out in the world and learn a skill. Do that. Don't sit online and argue. I do this every day to start my day. And then I don't think or talk about it for the rest of the day. That, to me, is the healthiest way to move forward. So that's going to be it for me. Um, enjoy your weekend again. I might hop on maybe on a Sunday. I've got a busy, fun-filled weekend with family, so I'm probably not going to do that. Um, so enjoy your, your weekend. Enjoy your day. Enjoy the rest of uh, your morning. Have a cup of coffee. Um, this has been Inigo Hill, View from the Top podcast. Check out this video and all my videos over on Odyssey on 3Speak, on the Hive blockchain, and on YouTube eh, for the time being. And everything is uh, always linked over on the WordPress, viewfromthetopwordpress.com. Okay, guys, I'll talk to you out there. Bye.